Hey, hey, welcome to Pocket Change. I am Candace Lott. I never know what to do with my hands while talking, so I'll keep them busy while doing laundry. Hang out with me while I ramble on about all kinds of topics and different seasons of life I've experienced. It's going to be loads of fun. Let's get to folding. Well, hey, hey, happy whatever day it is that you are listening to this. So I hope your day has been swell. Um, I am recording this Monday night. We have just uh, had a three-day weekend with President's Day. Our school didn't get off on Friday, so it was only a three-day weekend for us. But I don't know about what's going on, but it just feels a little funky in the air. I don't know. we got a lot of things going on, so it's a little chaotic in our world. So, I figure for today's conversation, first of all, thank you so much for coming back. That first episode, she was a doozy, wasn't she? Um, but for today's conversation, I would like to talk about mental health. Um... So, if you're close to me and, or frankly, you follow me on Instagram, any kind of social media platform, you will know I'm a big fan of mental health. I'm a big fan of going to see a counselor. I'm a big fan of getting prescribed medications if you need it. Big fan. So, let me walk you back and tell you kind of my journey with mental health and why it has now become such a big pillar in our life. Um, so rewind to the before times. When I say before times, I mean before COVID. So the before times. Year is 2017 and I am working for a remodeling firm that from all aspects of it, I adore. I love what I get to do. I love, I get to work with two of my best friends at the time. I mean, it was like the best thing ever. I got to design roles. I got to do analysis. I got to build in spreadsheets, like things that I love to do. Um, you just wouldn't think that I love to do for my personality, but I really did, I loved it. So it was like the perfect role for me. And I've been there for about three years. And this firm, again, like I said, it was a smaller firm. So I kind of made it as far up as I could go. They, there was a small firm. There was nowhere else to go. I've been there for three years. And another thing you learn to know about me is I can't sit still. I can't even make pasta without messing it up. So I have been there for three years and in those three years I was hired on for one role to kind of create it and then I created that role and then I created then we hired some other um, worker co-workers to do that role for me and then I moved into another role anyhow long story I'd been I think I had like three official job titles at this firm and I knew it was coming to an end. I was one of those, like, you know how they say misery loves company? Y'all, I was throwing a freaking misery party every day of the week. 
I was miserable to be around, wasn't happy. And you know, whenever you just like sit sad, like I was just sitting sad at my desk, like, you know, with shoulders not hunched all over. And anyway, it was a sad, sad, sad situation. And whenever I look back on it, I'm frankly, I'm not proud of how I acted. I'm not proud of how I handled my emotions. I'm not proud of any of it. So here I am chugging along, not happy, but working with my best friends. So like, okay, gotta do it. Well, then I had just turned 30 the year before, in 2016, I think that's right. I don't know, someone do math for me. And I don't know about y'all, whenever I turn 30, I love birthdays and I still love my 30th, but man, I had a lot of guilt about not having enough. Like I haven't achieved all the goals I'd wanted to achieve. I hadn't been as successful in a career cause I kept hopping around. I, you know, I hadn't saved as much money as I wanted to save. Just a lot of things like I felt like a failure turning 30 and before I turned 30, I discovered this thing called indoor spin class where you sit in a bike in a dark room with music blasting and you spin your little heart out with an instructor saying words of encouragement, pushing you, challenging you and man was I hooked. So much so, behind me, you see my lovely Peloton. Her name is Penny, I love her dearly. So I was hooked. I was hooked at the spin class, it became my home away from home. It was great, I got in the best shape I've been in in a long time. And I was doing, it was really helpful. Like, I didn't know at the time, but it was my therapy. So, that's going on, I'm loving my spin. I'm real angry and I knew during the day like if I would go and do a spin class I'd come back and typically be in a better mood so I'd go and spin and I'd come back all the while trying to look for a new job because it just wasn't working out and I knew it just needed to be done as much as it sucked to leave I needed to leave so I start putting my feelers out there as one does whenever you're looking for a new job and I had come across some people I used to work for, work with back in the day before I worked at this remodeling firm. And there were some job openings and a new team that wasn't there the last time I was there. And I was like, okay, well, cool. I know, I know how this company works. I know how their leadership handles things. You know, all the unknowns you usually don't know when you're going into a new job, I had a leg up. I knew these things. So I was like, well, it'd be a lot like going home and safe and warm and cozy. Well, then at the same time, I started interviewing <laughs> this nice, warm, cozy job where I was like, okay, I can go back. It'll be lovely. A um, position came up in to work at the cycle studio as a general manager. Y'all, I was like, oh, heavens have come down and they just know this is what needs to happen. Well, 
if you're watching on my video or you see me on social media, I do not have the appearance of a fitness instructor. I am what they call fluffy. Um, and I've always been fluffy, even in college. It's just how I built. Um, so then, you know, it starts to sink in. Can I do this job? Can I represent a fitness studio when I look like me? I have always had a double chin. Doesn't matter what's going on. There's always a little bit of double chin. Um, just don't look like the person you see behind the counter when you walk into a spin class. So lots of, lots of worries and fear that I was not going to be enough for that job. I already did, wasn't getting enough from my current job, which is why I was leaving. And I knew at the company that I had worked for previously, I knew there was room for growth. I didn't know much about this new team, but I also knew there was room for growth within the company as a whole. So anyhow, all this happens. And at the same time, I'm introduced to someone who is now a dear, dear friend to me named Erica Anderson. And she is a life coach. So now mind you, this is back in 2017. And I had, I was introduced with her um, through a nonprofit we were both a part of at the time. And she had talked about life coaching. She had talked about what that meant, because I didn't understand what that meant. And I'd watched her blog post. I'd watched her on social media. I'd listened to her talk at a few of our events. And I was like, I don't need a life coach. I'm good. I got this. I go to spin and everything is fine. Well, one day she writes a post and it's something about, and I had to go back into my emails to remember for this, why I'd reached out and like the specifics about it because I'd kind of forgotten. But she wrote a blog post about why a life coach and what she does and how she helps. Well, ding, 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 I reached out to her. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is an incredibly hard decision, which y'all, it's changing jobs. I feel like, well, especially for me, I, I hop from job to job quite a bit. Um, well, I used to. And then now I hopefully have a career in real estate. Gosh, fingers. Um, so changing jobs to me shouldn't have been that scary, but there was some family things going on and changing jobs meant changing the dynamic of my family. That was scary. Um, taking on a new role as a quote on, you know, as a general manager of a fitness studio. Whoa, going back to retail? What is this? So I reached out to Erica and I was like, please help me, help me. So she, this beautiful soul sent me this email and I still, I still have them all. I have all these workbooks. Um, and it was like, okay, so you want to change jobs. Let's talk about why that's hard. Okay. Talked about why it was hard. And there were some deeper, bigger things going on. Like 
with my previous marriage and there were just some bigger, deeper issues. And anytime we talked about them, the big issues would come up and she's like, that's a room we don't need to go in right now. She like, just shut the door, turn off the light. Let's keep going. Let's not go in that room. So after a few months of working with her and we worked through my fear and that's what it was. It was fear that I was leaving this job because I wasn't enough. And I was, <laughs> I just turned 30 and everything about 30 saying, screaming, I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. So here I am leaving this job thinking, I'm leaving this job because I wasn't enough. So those are some big, big, big feelings as I tell the kids, these are big feelings. And Erica, she helped me work through those feelings. And whenever I said, well, I'm not enough. Well, what makes you think you're not enough? Like why? So I'd give her examples and sorry, I don't remember them exactly because it's been a bit. And frankly, if it was before 2020, it's all a blur. Um, but we would just talk about like, okay, so you want to not work with your best friends and you're afraid they're not going to be your best friends anymore. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you're scared to lose your friendships. So that was a big deal. So losing my friendships, all that to have all that to say, I ended up changing jobs. <laughs> I went with a company that I'd already worked for previously and I left the remodeling company and in March of 2017 not that tell a story it's not um just to stay in clearly I started back at my old company and actually that came to be the best decision for my life I've made outside of my kids Going back to that company was amazing. It, and we'll talk about that later, but it led me to my now husband, Mike. Um, and it just, it led me to some people that are in my life still that are just some of the best humans that I could ever be surrounded by. I'm very lucky to have the humans I have from that old company and my life would not be the same without it. Um, so I leave and I start there. And then Erica suggests that I go see someone. And by the way, all of these conversations with Erica were over the phone. And so, which we all know, sometimes over the phone, it's, I mean, it's like Zoom meetings whenever the vid first hit. And people would be in Zooms and they'd mute themselves and then they'd be off like doing dishes. Um, video calls are hard. You can't read faces. This is, we did all this like on the phone, no like visuals. You can't read faces. The long pregnant pauses seemed like an eternity. I feel like when she would ask me really hard questions and I would just sit there and y'all, I would have these conversations in my car typically and in a parking lot, just, staring out the window 
crying, sobbing, and trying to figure out why in the world I was crying and upset whenever you look at my life from a bird eye view or crow's view or whatever that saying is, I should be happy. I should be so happy. I was married. I had two beautiful kids. We lived in a fantastic home. I, you know, was surrounded by happiness and love. Why, why are you sitting in a car crying? I don't understand. Why are, why are you sad? You have no reason to be sad. The little things in life, not a big deal. Take them out. Look at the big things. Look at the big picture. So, I had a lot of guilt over being sad and even talking about mental health whenever I started breaking with Erica because, one, it wasn't a thing that was supported by my partner at the time. There was no reason to talk to someone else about our issues. It's just not how we did it. And that's correct. We didn't talk about our issues to anybody. Um, so whenever we announced we were divorcing, it was kind of a blindside for a lot of people. There were a few people that knew a little bit of what was happening, but majority of the people had no idea. Well, y'all, that's mental health for me. I'm a very bubbly human. I love people. I, I get fuel from hanging out with people. Whenever I go to networking events, my heart might be racing and I might feel like I'm going to vomit and just like pass out at any time, but I'm so excited to be there. I'm so excited to get to know you. I'm probably not going to remember your name because I'm terrible at it, but man, oh, I love people. I love spending time with the people I love. I love getting to hear other people's stories and knowing how they got here because if you listen, the person sitting next to you on the bus, in the HOV lane, wherever it is, give them five, 10 minutes. You'll find out they have heart just as much as you have heart. Everyone has shit. Sorry, sorry for the curse. But everyone has it. And mental health is a lot like that. It, for me anyway, it taught me what my feelings were. I'm upset. Why am I upset? Am I upset because I'm disappointed? Am I upset because I'm sad? And I don't, I'm being sad and I don't want to be sad. So that's what mental health did for me. And so after working with Erica, I moved to a counselor who I still see to this day. Um, so I started working with her in 2018. Um, no, 2017. And y'all, she has, she has been the rock on some weeks. Like you, <laughs> you have some weeks where you're like, I just need to get to counseling. I have so many words and thoughts and feelings to say and 
they're so heavy. They're, they're weighing me down. I'm back to being a misery party again, throwing a parade, being the, the captain of sadness, just frumped over. They just seemed so heavy. And what counseling taught me is I have a safe space. I can go and talk about these feelings and these emotions. And if I wanna be sad because I didn't get a an invite somewhere or you know, someone didn't give me a shout out or because my kids didn't hug me as tight the day before as they did two days ago. It's okay. It is okay to be sad or upset or angry because you know what? Those are your emotions and your emotions matter. And you don't have to be like me and tell everyone who will sit down in front of you or, you know, for this instance, a camera or a phone that's attached to a ring light and a laundry room. <laughs> you don't have to talk about your big things and feelings in front of the world. There's this beautiful thing called counseling and they will keep those thoughts and those worries and those big heavy emotions and they will sit there and they will let you have them. They'll let you cry until you just can't cry anymore. And you know what? There are days if you go into counseling, you have nothing to say. Those are the days sometimes that I come out the most just like exhausted is not the right word. It, I mean, I am exhausted, but lighter because I didn't realize the heaviness of something until I brought it up and walked through it and thought, hmm, that, that hit me a lot different than... I thought it did now that I'm replaying it back to you. Hmm. So I've been with my counselor, like I said, since 2017, and I am beyond grateful for her. And I say all this to say, if you're like me and you think you don't deserve to be sad or have big feelings because from the bird's eye view or crow's view or whatever that saying is, your life seems good and you have nothing to complain about because that's what you told yourself. That's not true. It's not true at all. Your feelings are valid. Your life is valid and y'all life is hard. So hard. It is you know, what was it that Lauren Hill said, or Lauren Conrad said in the hills? Life's tough, get a helmet. <sighs> See, I'm just saying, if you need someone to talk to, or you're interested about getting mental health help, that's not the right word, mental health help, uh, a counselor, or anything like that, I will post links to um, websites to help you. I don't know what they are other than the fact that you just go to your insurance and find one that's open because that's what I did. Um, but even if you don't feel like you have anything to say, 
just show up see what happens you never know and it can help in so many different ways and that's all i have for now and i hope you guys have taken some pocket change away from this conversation and um i'm gonna get back to laundry because there's still a lot more to do so y'all have a good day Thank you for listening to Pocket Change. You can find me on the internet at candace-lot.com, on Instagram at Candace J. Lot, that's Lot with two T's, and on Facebook as Candace Lot. I look forward to meeting you. Have a great day.